The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings so they can maintain a healthy weight without deprivation or complicated meal plans. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Preston. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a life coach, and I am the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. I help healthcare professionals reverse their burnout using my three-phase goodbye burnout process. And uh, if that sounds like you, you should jump into my free Facebook group, the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. And that's where we share a lot of information, provide each other with support, and work together to heal the healthcare profession. So if you have questions about any of that, about that program, about our podcast, about anything health and wellness related... Come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group, and we will get to all of your questions. All right, Kisa, are you ready? I'm so ready for this. What are we talking about today? Today, today we are talking about what's the point of mindfulness? (laughs) Because we talk about mindfulness all the time, but we don't really get to the bottom of it. Right. Like, what is it really? And why do we do it? Why do we do it? So in this episode, we're going to discuss um, really why I recommend meditation and mindfulness to every single one of my clients, anybody I can get to meditate or to do mindfulness techniques. Mm -hmm. uh, It is, it's one of my main, my top, top techniques for people to use. But first Kisa, I'd like to read for everyone an amazing review from one of our subscribers, Marga Ocean, somebody that we know from Hawaii. <laughs> um, and he says, comforting. It sounds like I'm listening to two friends I've known for years. I like the part using physical words and not feeling words to help determine what is causing how I'm feeling. The cushion on fire was a great analogy. Keep it up, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Margo. Thanks, Margo. So if you want us to read your five-star review, just jump onto iTunes and leave us a review. We'll read it for you. Sweet. And you'll be famous. You'll totally famous. That's what we want. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now onto our topic of the day, which is mindfulness. And basically, what is the point of it? Um, So I think mindfulness has become one of those buzzwords, right? Mm -hmm. Lots of people have heard of it. But most people don't really know what it entails. It's been sold to us. Usually, I think people have have heard about it in the form of meditation, yoga, other practices that that don't always feel accessible to many of us, especially if we are having a lack of time, right? Mm -hmm. Most people listening to this podcast are pretty busy. So the misconception is that mindfulness is something that we have to set aside time for. Um, And that it's just one more thing to add to the list that is going to take up our time and energy. Mm -hmm. So I did a you know, a little Googling and took a look, you know, at the, the definition of mindfulness. So the first definition is just the quality of state or of being conscious or aware of something. 
And yeah. the second definition, mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. Okay. So notice at no point did it say set aside 20 minutes to an hour to do this thing. <laughs> right? So, so basically those definitions just mean that mindfulness is being aware of what is happening right now. That's it. It's the whole shebang. Yeah. All of it, people. So simple. Um, which is why I love it, right? Because it, you know, it's not easy, right? Simple versus easy. It's not an easy thing necessarily. It takes practice. It's, it's, it's a skill, mm-hmm. but it does not have to take much of your time at all. Yeah. So why would you want to do mindfulness anyway? Right. What's the point? It's a great question. Oh, thanks. So being aware of the present moment pulls you out of the past and out of the future, which is where all of our negative experiences come from. And I want you all to just think about that, right? All of our negative experiences come from the past or the future. The past is simply thoughts, right? All of the past, it's already happened. You are, it is not happening in the current moment. It's only a story that you are telling yourself. It's no longer happening. So in order to experience the past, we have to use our imaginations to recreate it. So we are recreating feelings, both positive and negative, based on the way we tell that story of the past, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Our future is another story we're telling ourselves. Again, we imagine and create hope that something is amazing, or we worry and tell ourselves that something terrible is on its way, right? But the future is not happening. It's yeah, all... and I think mm-hmm. I was gonna say I think that's where a lot of like anxiety comes mm-hmm. up is like worrying and thinking about the future and thinking like worst case scenarios, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, and like anxiety, and this is this is why mindfulness is so important. Anxiety does not exist in the current moment, right? Which our our listeners might not be bought into just yet, but that's okay. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, just keep listening. Right. Like just, just stay with us. But, but really anxiety is a worry that we create, right? A story of the future and what's going to happen. So the past and the future are made up of stories, beliefs, and thought. They don't exist anywhere, but in our minds. That's so crazy to think about Mm -hmm. because sometimes it can feel so real, Mm -hmm. you know, can like you think about a past experience and can feel so real, but really it's your creation. Mm-hmm. And, awesome. you know, memories, they feel very real. And yeah. that's not to take away from especially like flashbacks, right? Yeah. Flashbacks, really difficult memories, you know, it, or really positive memories. It's not to take away from them, mm-hmm. but to know that when you're experiencing those things, right? Like if I'm experiencing a memory right now, mm-hmm. it's happening from my home in Fort Collins, in my chair, in my office. It's not happening right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's something I'm thinking about. It's happening in my mind. So um, often the people that I'm working with, most with some form of like depression, anxiety that we talked about, trauma, are constantly reliving difficult experiences from the past or like worrying about the future. Mm -hmm. So one of the side effects of this, of living constantly in the past or future, 
it keeps our bodies in a state of fear and arousal. So mm. we're just, we're always ready for the next tragedy to occur, right? We're always preparing for the next challenge. We're busy beating ourselves up for all of the mistakes we've made, just mm-hmm. like this perpetual punishment for shortcomings. And, you know, like that's where we spend most of our time is beating ourselves yeah. up for the past or worrying about the future. So in that kind of state, right, when, you're, when your nervous system is always pretty jacked up, it's difficult to sleep, it's difficult to relax and enjoy a bath or a good book, it's hard to enjoy, you know, a child's smile or goofiness, mm-hmm. miss out on the experience of sitting with our partner at a good meal because we're like mentally preparing for tomorrow or remembering all of their wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. So what happens is we, we don't get to experience the, the happiness that's happening right now in the present moment because we're so wrapped up in the future or what happened in the past. So being in that state is constantly, being in that state constantly is pretty uncomfortable. And because we don't really understand it, we tend to use food, social media, Netflix, alcohol, shopping, right? We're buffering, we're distracting from why do I feel so uncomfortable all the time? Mm-hmm. And we're not really understanding what's going on. And so we just, t- we just try to get rid of those negative feelings. Right. Because who wants to feel negative feelings? <laughs> right? Get rid of that shit. <laughs> so, we, you know, we do all kinds of things to distract ourselves. And what we need to do, you know, we've talked about in other episodes, working on the buffering aspect, right? Like taking mm-hmm. away those distractors to get kind of to, to get clarity on what it is that we are trying to distract ourselves from. And I think another important part of the work is being able to get in touch with the present moment. So if you've ever watched a child play, you can mm-hmm. see that they are not worried about the future or the past in that moment. It's one of the things that that's so fabulous, you know, when you watch kids play, when they're just like really wrapped up in a game or like staring at a leaf, you know, or like watching a worm crawl. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're not thinking about what's going to happen in the future. They're not worrying about the past. They're just like, look at this. No, they're in it. They're in it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's whatever's in front of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And like fully a hundred percent engaged in mm-hmm. whatever that thing is. And I think that's something that, you know, we're taught over time to put away, right. We got to become adults okay. at some point. We got to get mature. Okay. I think is a terrible idea. <laughs> right? Because most of quote unquote adulting is, you know, like don't do anything fun, focus on work all the time, pay your bills, pay your bills, right? Nothing fun. So we're kind of, we're, we're taught to push away being present in the moment and enjoying like a worm crawling in the hallway when you're walking instead of thinking about the next thing you're supposed to be doing. Right. And really, like, that's the whole purpose of mindfulness. It's just Mm -hmm. to pull ourselves out of the past and the future, to drop out of those stories, and to participate in the moment the way a child is able to. So most Mm. people have had this experience, right? So if you've ever been out watching a sunset, just Mm -hmm. like an extraordinary sunset, or out swimming in a lake, or just like a lot of times just out in nature, there's something about nature that really pulls us into this. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had that feeling of just awe, you know? Oh yeah. 
know, just everything, all the quote unquote important stuff drops away. You know, bills aren't important in that moment. Your work schedule for tomorrow doesn't matter in that moment. It's all just your, your present in the current moment because it's just so extraordinary. And that feeling of nothing else being important, nothing else mattering for that moment, that's mindfulness. So most of us experience it by accident, you know, <laughs> and that's yeah. why we come a little uh, bit. Yeah. And unintentionally, we, we kind of run into being present. And then if we don't understand why that's happening, like what that feeling is about, a lot of times we chase what we think brought it to us. Right. So strenuous exercise, a lot of times there's something about like running and just doing really strenuous exercise or like sex, or playing with a puppy, playing with a board game. Um, like there's something about those activities that push the past and the future away. And they're just super enjoyable. We accidentally are dropped into the present moment. And then we think that we have to keep doing that particular thing always and forever in order to feel that feeling. That's why a lot of people become what is it called? Like people who skydive and drive really fast. Oh, um, like adrenaline junkies. Yeah. Thrill seekers. Right? The thrill seekers. There you go. There's something about, right? Like when you're driving really fast, mm-hmm. you cannot think about anything else, right? You have to be 100% in the present moment or like you die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, a lot of times those, those kinds of adventurous behaviors, like there's something about it that people are like, they're just filled with awe because mm-hmm. you're forced to be in the current moment. So a lot of times people think that they have to go do those things, right? You have to get more and more dangerous. You have to rock climb. You have to do those things. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with any of those activities. It's just that right. you can also get that feeling from doing mindfulness activities, which is pretty cool. Okay. So you don't have to take a vacation, get a cat, run a marathon, right? With, a, with practice, you can literally do it at any time. And the benefits okay. are endless. Mindfulness <clears throat> is so good, right? So you're able to relax your nervous system. It helps ease your anxiety and depression. It can help you sleep better. It can help you appreciate what you have in life already right now. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many positive benefits to mindfulness. It also helps you whatever it is that you want to get better at, right? Like uh, a sport, an activity, uh, you know, art, cooking, anything that you want to improve in, practicing mindfulness is a way to make yourself better at it. So I'm going to go over a couple of easy ways that you can start to incorporate mindfulness into your life without taking any extra time, without adding any extra activities into your day, without changing a thing about your current daily schedule. Sweet. Right? It's super mm-hmm. easy. Sorry, not easy. easy. Simple. <laughs> you got to remember to do it. That's the hard part. So all it takes is tapping into your bodily sensations while doing the things you are already doing right? That's it. So you just have to pay attention. So I've got a couple of um, like games that you can play with yourself to get yourself focusing on the present moment, being mindful while you are doing. So let's take cooking. I like cooking as an activity, right? It's something most of us do 
even if we're not cooking something from scratch, baking from scratch, we're usually heating up a meal or creating something like putting ingredients together. Mm -hmm. So it's one that all of us, I think, can at least put ourselves, like if you picture it with me right now. So the first technique I like to call labeling, which is very, it's a very fancy and scientific name for putting labels on the things you're doing. So you just say the words, right? So it's like vegetables, stirring, <laughs> uh, you know, garlic, <laughs> just the things that are in front of you, sizzling, right? Like what, okay. what sounds do you hear? What things do you see? What, you know, what does it feel like? Is it hot or is it cold? Just literally mm -hmm. just taking words to describe what is happening. Okay. It's kind of fun if you ever, ever just like taken a walk because <laughs> there's all kinds of things. It's like mm -hmm. trees, birds, yeah. children playing, grass, grass, smells dirt. like rain. Yes. Dirt. Like just wind, just all the things, mm -hmm. uh, every sensation that you can think of. So that one is above and beyond like the easiest thing. And it's usually a thing that you can, like it doesn't even take a lot of thought to prepare yourself to do it, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. It is like low barrier. You can all do that one. Don't yeah. write to me and tell me it's too hard. <laughs> and, and also this is something you can do while you're doing your normal routine, say. Mm -hmm. Like toothbrush, toothpaste, you know, like brushing your teeth, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like you have to carve out time to do this one. Minty. Yeah. <laughs> Foamy. Totally. You don't have to carve out any time, right? Just take some time in the moment and practice paying attention to what's happening, right? Because okay. how often, that's such a great uh, example, right? How often do you pay attention to brushing your teeth? Mm, not very often. Right? Like usually I'm thinking about something else. I'm not thinking about yeah. the minty toothpaste. Right. <laughs> Or the experience. Or something. Not thinking about the experience of the bristles of the toothbrush on my teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can be, you know, yeah. that's your toothbrushing is supposed to take about two minutes, right? You can have two minutes of mindfulness done. There you go. Done for the day. Um, so the next one, this one I like to use if I need a little bit of extra help pushing out worry. So if I'm, you know, you know, those, those worries that just kind of stick in your mind, you're like, Oh, don't think about that or think about something else. And then like that bill you forgot to pay just continues to push its way in. Mm -hmm. So, so this one I find really helpful in those moments when it's like really hard to forget something or to like push something else out and to stay in the present mm -hmm. moment. So this okay. one I call the haiku. Mm -hmm. Um, and for all of you English majors, this is, I know that a usual haiku is five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, but that is not what we're doing. Okay. It is a two words, three words, two words poem about the present moment. And it's super fun. Um, and this is not, you know, these are not poems that you're going to publish. It's just to take all of your mental energy and, and put it into what's happening in the current moment, right? So if I'm writing a haiku about the present moment right now, it's like, 
Um, whew. Oh, it's hard to jump into it. Podcast. Podcast. Amazing. <laughs> Microphone is on. Oh, there you go. So good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, Mary. Isn't that amazing? Are you guys super impressed, right? I'm not publishing that poem, I don't think, but... <laughs> But like in that moment, I couldn't think about yeah. anything except for finding words to fit into those particular two yeah. words, three words, two words. Yeah. And I like how it's about the present moment. Mm -hmm. And so you can, you know, there's a thousand variations and it really takes up your, your mental space, which is great. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's what you want. You want to pay attention to the present for, you know, just a short amount of time. The last, um, the last technique, strategy, whatever, for mindfulness, uh, this is one that we use for grounding often. So folks who have been to um, therapy with, you know, any kind of sensation where you feel like you lose time, like you dissociate a little bit, like mm -hmm. you're so worried that you're not even present in the current moment, we like to practice grounding techniques. And so all grounding techniques are all mindfulness activities. So if you do a Googling for grounding techniques, you'll come up with a ton of these. So we'll just go over this last one and I'll trust that you can, like there's tons, tons of different possibilities. But this is one that I really like in those moments, again, where it's like, you're really kind of feeling out of it. You're really lost in the future or you're really lost in a, a flashback or a past experience. And it's called five, four, three, two, one. Mm -hmm. And don't feel like you have to remember exactly which one goes in which point, right? So five, so mm -hmm. five things you see, right? So you just name five things you see, four things you hear, right? Three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste, Right. And again, there's no right or wrong to this one. So if you like forget which goes where, like just think of your, think of your body, body senses, you yeah. know, your five senses That's and you just pick one. Mm -hmm. And it really, anytime that you are paying attention to your, your physical senses, you have to be in the current moment because everything that happens with your physical senses is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I am like feeling my pants, it brings me into the current moment. Yeah. And so that's, those are three techniques that you can use. Yeah. Those are awesome, Mary. Thank you for sharing them. And I, um, I was going to mention like just doing a, like a five senses, mm -hmm. um, like mindfulness, but like the five, four, three, two, one, I really like how you did that. So it's like specific five things you see, four things you hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. Mm -hmm. Cause I really like, I just like, you know, when you're sitting and you can just, or standing, whatever, like maybe you're waiting in line at the bank because, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, what do I see? What do I hear? You know, what can I touch? What do I smell? Maybe you taste the air. I don't know if you want to taste something in the bank, but <laughs> I know. I love the taste one. I'm always like, I, do I want to? <laughs> um, 
but you know, it's just like the five senses. It just always helps to bring me to the present moment Mm -hmm. and just give my mind a little break from, you know, the past or the future. Mm -hmm. So pulls pulls you out of, of whatever you've been thinking about, just brings Mm -hmm. you to the current moment for a moment. Yeah. So Mary, do you have some tips for us? Sure do. Awesome. Our five tips for the listeners today is a review of what we talked about, right? But just five strong reminders about mindfulness. So number one, you can practice mindfulness at any time, right? Don't feel like you have to set aside 20 minutes to do meditation. This is something you can do while you are doing any activity. You can do it while you're sitting. You can do it while you're cooking. Do it while you're hanging out with your kids anytime. Tip number two, mindfulness is something that I want you to use when you're caught up in a story from the past or you're doing a lot of worrying about the future. So practicing it is good as much as possible. And then the times that it's really good to use it is in those moments, right? When you just find yourself being pulled away from from the present moment. And then a quick review of the three techniques that we talked about. These are only three of many, many, many possible grounding slash mindfulness techniques. Yeah. So labeling, right? Labeling is exactly what it sounds like. Just labeling the things that are in your current situation, right? So coffee, microphone, Kisa, (laughs) sound equipment. (laughs) And then four is a haiku, and that is a poem of two words, three words, and then two words written about the current moment. Mm -hmm. And the last one is what we call five, four, three, two, one, right? So five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. And that, again using your senses just pulls you back into the present moment. Sweet, Mary. Thank you for those tips. Um, I am really excited to use the labeling. I think that's the one I'm going to choose to use this week. Excellent. How that goes for me. Yeah. I think it's just so easy. It's so easy. (laughs) It is. Or simple. So simple. Super simple and like fairly easy. Like most of these take some practice, but that one, I think that it's, you know, it's a pretty low barrier technique that you can get to. So yeah. I like it. You'll have to let us know how it goes. Okay. I will. All right. That's it. That's all we've got. Alrighty, friends. That's it for today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in. Definitely tune into our next episode where we talk about why you can't hate yourself thin. How many times have you got to say that? Stop it. Okay. We'll talk to you about it next time. So if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can also contact me, Mary, at my website at maryelisepreston.com or Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. And that spelling is K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Awesome. If you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible, and we need your help to get our message out. Please tell your friends. (laughs) And, of course, if you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, 
We would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Uh, honest being five stars, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, right? The Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa, and then hit the tab for ratings and reviews. Click on write a review. That's it. Super helpful. Awesome. All right, Bye, everyone. Guys. See you next time. <laughs>